What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Joseph Orr Podcast and the JV Podcast Network. Back-to-back weeks, you're going to have to listen to me the whole time, riding solo again. I'm still on Christmas break, um, but get excited because on today's episode, we're going to run right through it again, just like last week. No breaks, no transitions, no nothing. We're just getting down to business and rolling right through it. We have the most dramatic Bachelor recaps are back. That's right, I'll be talking about the Bachelor of the Season premiere was this past Monday. I'm sorry, I'm a little late. I know, usually I'm going to be getting these out Monday night, Tuesday morning, but whatever. I'm on break. I'm off schedule. I really don't care, but needless, just be thankful. Just be happy that I'm doing them at all, that I'm still doing it. You're still getting it in a reasonable amount of time, so Bachelor recaps are back. I could not be more excited. Um, I'm going to be talking about, you know, some of my early favorites as always. Remember, I'm going to be doing power rankings. I'm, I'm just going to be recapping the episode, talking about who I liked, you know, what I liked, what I disliked, all that kind of stuff. So Peter the Pilot is the bachelor, as we know. We had three hours of awesomeness for the premiere on Monday night. There was an opening montage. They go through the whole season, and it just gets you pumped up. It's like that pump-up video. You're just ready to run through a brick wall. You could do anything. You feel like you could accomplish anything. And then all week, I'm telling you what, I was mentally preparing myself all week for just the the intros. They're so cringe. They're just so hard to watch at times. I was mentally preparing myself all week, truly, and they lived up to the hype. Each year, they get more and more unbearable to the point where I could see in five to ten years, I'm going to have to skip the intros altogether. Like, I won't be able to watch it. Uh, there were three flight attendants, which I thought was hilarious, and I loved how they edited it when they put together uh, the uh, the intros because you have the first one, and then they do the little talking head, you know, her off to the side, and she's like, I think it's great. I'm going to be able to relate to him. I'm a flight attendant. I think it's going to make me stand out, and of course, they edit it to where there's three flight attendants, like I said, and they put them back to back to back, and they're walking into the house. Oh, there's another flight attendant. That's my favorite thing. When people have the same jobs, especially this, Peter the pilot, three flight attendants, that's going to be some competition right there. That's its own rivalry already before they even stepped into the house, before they even met each other. There's already a rivalry. And the people at ABC, they're the puppeteers. Chris Harrison is just up there in the rafters puppeteering all these things. He's an evil genius. I love it. I absolutely love it. Love it. I can't get enough of it. And then when girls also have the same uh, same name, like this year, you know, we've had Hannah B, we've had Hannah G. This year we have Victoria P, who I love, and Victoria F, who slid in. She um, is going to be around for a little bit. So there's already a rivalry there with the Victorias. We had at least five windmill references. Those are already getting old. As I mentioned, we have two Victorias, Victoria P and Victoria F. And we had one emotional support cow, which, whatever. Then we had Savannah. Uh, Savannah blindfolded uh, Pete, and the way that she was talking was, like, I don't know. She was putting the blindfold on. The way she was saying things, it almost was going to sound like she was going to say that she was blind. But I probably should have known better because she walked up there in high heels and knew exactly where to go. So probably wasn't blind. But anyway, she blindfolds Peter, and then she kissed him. I'd love to see the roles reversed there. It's a power move. I like it. But at the same time, you know, would love to see the roles reversed and see what social media would be like there. Uh, then Hannah B. Remember Hannah Brown? She was on Colton season as a contestant and then was the Bachelorette, told, uh, chose Jeb or whoever the, the, the singer, 
the wedding singer or whatever he was did the dog food commercial. That guy who got out of the car with a uh, guitar. Uh, yeah, she chose him over Tyler and Peter. And now she's single and she shows back up. And when the girls noticed it, they were screaming inside. It reminds me of that clip. I even have the clip here of that woman who was screaming no when uh, at the, at the uh, inauguration of Donald Trump. I have the clip right here. Here we go. Donald J. Trump is now president of the United States. Yeah, that was pretty much it. That's how that's how it rolled. She was just so upset. And all the girls, when they saw Hannah Brown, they were just started screaming. There was this one girl that, in the way that they shot it, she was kind of looking through this gate or whatever. It looked like she was like almost like in a prison cell. And she was just screaming, like, what? What's going on? It was crazy. It was hilarious. It's great television. It's why I love The Bachelor. So Hannah B, speaking of, kind of weird, when she got out, Remember when she was a contestant, and if you've watched my recaps or listened to my recaps, I've always said that when she was a contestant, she didn't know how to speak. She was just getting by being like the pageant girl, you know, the cute, you know, look at me, roll tide, and smile, and all that stuff, and that's really all she knew how to do, and she wasn't really, she really didn't know how to talk. She was always so awkward. I'm like, why is Colton keeping this girl around? She's ridiculous, and then when she became the bachelorette, I'm like, this is going to be borderline unwatchable. It's going to be terrible. But it's obvious that ABC got with her, Chris Harrison, or whoever worked with her, and she was much, much better, and I was really impressed with her as the Bachelorette. She was one of my favorite Bachelorettes since I started watching this show. And then it seemed like at first she was really awkward. She got better, but I'm like, oh, God, is she back? It's like when a quarterback gets out of their system and they start working with someone else and all of a sudden all the magic that they had is then gone. And I thought that was going to happen with Hannah Brown and her social skills, but no, she got better. She dropped off. Peter gave her these wings when he was a contestant, when she was the bachelorette, and she gave them back. And all the girls like, oh, she's so sweet. That's so nice of her to do that. I don't like that at all. You need to be there to play ball. They were in love. That's his ex. You guys should be pissed off. You should be pissed off that Hannah Brown is there. You should be like, what the hell is she doing here? Like, this is weird, right? Like, what is she doing here? Where does she get off? Like, this is this is BS. I don't like this. So I thought the girls could have been uh, handled. But, I mean, it's not their decision, and they got to look sane. So I get it. But I'm sure deep down they're pretty ticked off. And then during the cocktail hour, the little party they do, Natasha, I believe it was Natasha, kept being interrupted. This one girl was just standing off to the side, made paper airplanes, kept like throwing them in there, trying to act cute. I'm like, what are you doing? I hated this. And then, of course, that's when, you know, she steps in. Natasha loses out on her time. She's trying to talk to him, gets interrupted in the middle of a conversation because of some idiot throwing, you know, someone, sorry, not an idiot, that may be a little harsh, but they're being extremely rude is what they're doing. They're being extremely rude. They're throwing paper airplanes, trying to be all cute, you know, like, oh, look at me, you know, you're a pilot. Here's some paper airplanes. I'm just going to ruin this lady's conversation. I hate this. And then, of course, as it goes, every single season, every single one of these situations, Natasha's conversation gets cut off. The other girl gets the conversation. They kiss. It goes great, of course. But I love Natasha. She fought back. She came back with a giant airplane and just kind of left it there. I'm like, yes, you go, Natasha. You got to fight back. You got to stand up for yourself here. I loved it. When Hannah Ann, Hannah Ann is the model. She's from Alabama. Hannah Ann is a smoke show. With every, every meaning of that word, she is that. She is gorgeous. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. 
And when they introduced her, I'm like, she's my favorite. This girl is so hot. She seems like she's got it together. Seems super sweet. They did a whole little feature on her before uh, all the intros. I'm like, Hannah Ann, she's my early favorite. Peter is going to love her. You'd be crazy not to love her. But like I said, great first impression. But then she kept interrupting people. She made like three separate trips after she already had a positive interaction with Peter. I didn't like this at all. And uh, yeah, and I have, and then she was confronted about it. And I have the clip here. Hopefully it's loud enough. But uh, she was confronted about it. This was one of the girls that got interrupted by Hannah Ann. And after this, I'm like, Hannah Ann, kind of a B-I-T-C-H. Listen for yourself. That's fine. But like, I want to be able to like speak my mind and have my time with him as well. Yeah. And, and I want that for you, too. <laughs> I hate this by Hannah Ann, but I love the drama at the same time. It's great television. It's so entertaining. But like I said, Hannah Ann, great first impression. She's still gorgeous. We'll see how long that gets her. Eventually, this craziness... This crazy, I hate to say it, you know, typical girl, beautiful, but stay away from her. She's psycho. She's crazy. Not everyone is like that, but Hannah Ann is and everything that she's done so far and everything that we've seen. I know it's a small sample size, but everything points to her being that stereotype. Um, okay. Then we have the rose ceremony that all goes through. And then we have the first date. Of, of course, they're flying. It's a group date. Victoria P., they're doing this spinny thing, right? I'm like, what are they doing this spinning thing for? Uh, Peter is a commercial pilot. They're not uh, like flying in these, you know, Air Force, you know, crazy like stealth. They're not going to be doing all these crazy tricks and maneuvers through the air. They're not at space camp. Like, why are they doing this spinning thing? And of course, Victoria P., who I love, um, is having PTSD. She's having some Vietnam flashbacks here because she gets motion sickness and I get motion sickness. She was having PTSD, her Vietnam flashbacks of the teacups at Disney. And though I, let me say, I get motion sickness. Victoria P, I'm with you. I've ridden the teacups and I barfed like mad, like went crazy, like threw up so much. And I was spinning the rest of the day. I can't do it. So I'm right with you, girl. I feel for you. But Victoria P, this is why I love her. Not only she's beautiful, not only she's, not only is she beautiful. She's so beautiful that she's for, I can't even speak. Um, she was wearing some glasses. She honey potted me. If you don't get that reference, remember the interview, Franco Rogan, the hot agent comes in to lure Franco to do this, to do this mission to cap take out Kim Jong-un. Where's the glasses? Super hot. Honey pots them. I got the clip right here. So you guys don't think I'm crazy. I just want everybody to know that I know what you did to me. What? With the glasses, honeycombed me. What does that even mean? You honey potted him. It's honey pot. You honeypotted. You honeypotted. Uh, no, I didn't. He said a lot of stupid shit in the last 10 minutes, but... Yeah, so you honeypotted me. Victoria P., do not honeypot me. Keep the glasses coming. You look great without them, but you look... you you. It's a new personality. Don't overdo the glasses. Keep the balance up. I mean, between Demi and glasses and now Victoria P. and glasses, I want, I want a girl to have glasses to be able to pull off the glasses look the way that Demi and Victoria P. have so far. I want that on every single season. I need it. I live for it. Uh, but I'm right with you. And you know what? Victoria P., she just met Peter. She's nervous. She's on TV. She went ahead and did the spinny thing. Had to go throw up after. Peter, super sweet. Great move by Peter here. Went to check on her. 
you know, was like, you know, thank you so much. You know, basically, you know, there's there's a level of bravery there. There's a level of courage there to uh, do that. And I thought it was a badass move by Victoria P. I'm glad she went for it. She's like, you know what? I'm going to be vulnerable here. I'm going to, this, this is my thing. I can't do it. But for you, Peter, I'm going to try it. And I love that. I think that's huge. And that's going to go a long way for Victoria P. And I think we're going to see her for a long, long time on this show. And now they go through this obstacle course. That's the next thing. This is to who, whoever wins is going to get the rose. Most likely that's how that works. And then they're going to get a little one-on-one -on -one time with Peter, Peter the pilot in his plane. They're going to do a little flying action. It's going to be beautiful. So they do the obstacle course, right? And then we have a one-on-one -on -one here. We have mano y mano. They have to ride these little tricycle plane things through this obstacle course. And I believe it was Kelly. Remember Kelly. Now I like Kelly. I think it was Kelly. I don't want to get this wrong. But anyways, whoever won the race didn't weave in and out through the obstacle course like if she was supposed to. They even they even stopped it. It was like Monday Night Football. They even drew it up like the path that she should have taken, the route she should have taken was like this, you know, windy route. And then it's just Victor and then uh, Kelly just with this straight line right down the middle, right down, uh, right down Broadway, right down Euclid there, right to the finish line. So she cheated, but she still won. I don't like it. Because they need to exploit cheating. Be like, because one girl was trying to follow the rules. Now I guess you could say, oh, she was doing what she needed to do to win. And by any means necessary. Like, calm down. Like, maybe I'm making too big of a deal about it. But someone's missing out on one-on-one -on -one time. And that could be huge, especially early on when there's so many girls. You can, even if you try to get your name out there and your face out there, as we've seen, as I've talked about, you can get interrupted by other people. You miss your shot. And all of a sudden, you know, all this time goes by in like that, in, you know, in a, in a blink of an eye and you miss out on your time and all of a sudden you're going home. So the one-on-one -on -one time is super precious. I wish they would have stepped in and been like, listen, I know she, you know, came through the finish line first, but she totally cheated. Like that's just, you know, she, you know, I'm not saying that she's a cheater and she's bad, but you know, just, she didn't do it the right way. And I, and I wish that would have been exploited and uh, someone would have stepped up there. But anyways, um, so that goes on. She, then that, of course, I, th I believe it was Kelly, gets the rose one-on-one -on -one time with Peter, all that stuff. A lot of stuff was in this three hours. We even had a one-on-one -on -one date in here. Madison got that. Madison is also from Alabama, has the ties to Auburn. Remember, she was the basketball player. She had all the state championship high school rings. Um, so, yeah. Yes, it was Kelly. I have it here in my notes. I hate this. Um, that... Kelly got the one-on-one -on -one time, but of course she does. She gets the rose. So, so far uh, from the dates, Hannah Ann and Kelly have roses up to this point. Now, let's see here. So the one-on-one -on -one with Madison, they go to Peter's house where, no, I, I, I'm going to pick some nits here. So first off, this is a lot. Your first date, your first one-on-one -on -one date is you're going to your parents' house who are renewing their vows which is obviously just for TV. They're renewing their 33rd. They've been married for 33 years and they're renewing their vows. What's so big about 33? Are they big Larry Bird fans? Eh, that's a bit of a stretch. And I don't know if that gets signed off by the wife to get their vows renewed at 33, which isn't a milestone just because you loved watching Bird and the Celtics back in the day. I don't think so. Um, so... Madison, of course, gets a rose. Uh, it was great. The parents like her. So needless to say, I'm not blaming Madison for this. She didn't set this up. This was a surprise for her. But you know what? She handled it. It was a big moment. You could easily be deer in the headlights. This could be like Freddie Kitchens on the sideline trying to be a head coach. It's like my first one-on-one. -on -one. We're not going to like this 
dinner thing or whatever. No, we're going to my parents' house to meet all of the people that I'm related to, all of my friends, and there is, you know, TV cameras all around, and uh, you're going to watch me ordain, you know, be the head of this thing, Peter ordained, or, you know, what, whatever it is. He was the head. He was, you know, up there administering this renewal of his parents' vows. Like, that's a lot to deal with. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot being thrown at someone uh, right away. So props to Madison. You know, it's, it's just like in football, right? In college football. Oh, yeah, they won all those games, but they didn't play anyone. That's who's on their schedule. They played who was on their schedule. They took care of business. Madison, this is what this is the card that she was dealt. She handled it like a badass. Well done. Props to Madison. Um, let's see. What is next? So you do really well. And then second group date. There were two group dates. There were, there were one-on-ones. There was all kinds of things in this episode. Three hours. Second group date. Hannah Brown is back. And at this point, the girls are starting to get pissed. They're starting to act like I thought they should have acted right off the bat. They're like, this is weird that like they're murmuring around. They're talking. They're like, this is weird that she's here, right? And of course, she's up there and, you know, she and then all the girls are dressed casually and Hannah Brown's up there like she's getting ready for Miss America, you know, in this sparkly dress. I'm like, oh, my God. And there's a windmill. I'm like another windmill reference. If there's one more flying thing like or windmill thing, like it's going to get old so fast. But whatever. That's what we signed up for as Bachelor fans. Um, So that was a little over the top. And she's like, well, what we're going to do is you're going to have to come up with a sexual experience. Talk about it. And we're going to come up with it. Then we're going to bring a live crowd in here. And I, you know, the live crowd, it adds to the atmosphere or whatever, but they can't be nervous about that, right? I mean, there's already millions of people watching on TV. You know, you might as well just add insult to injury and bring a live studio audience in. Uh, so they did that. They share the the um, sexual experience, but all of that got pushed because in the back, Hannah Brown starts having a breakdown. I mean, mascara running, she's crying, all of these things. Um, and the girls, they're really just like, I mean, they're just like two times in a week. Like, why do we have to keep seeing her? Uh, Peter, of course, cause he's such a nice guy and they have history. And I think there's still a little bit there. There's definitely still some from Hannah Brown for Peter. God, excuse me. And, uh, there's definitely still some, I think a little bit in there of Hannah Brown and Peter's heart for sure. And Peter, cause he's a nice guy. Like I said, he's comforting Hannah during this breakdown and, it was basically a 20 minute conversation about nothing. The conversation went nowhere. It was like an episode of Seinfeld. Uh, you know, Kramer, Peter breaks in, Elaine, Hannah's crying, what's going on? They consult. It's a 20 minutes about nothing. Nothing really gets said. You know, there's, you know, it hurt me when you asked out Tyler. Oh, well, you didn't reach out and blah, 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 all this back and forth. Really, it went nowhere. It went back and forth a little bit, but at the end, we're still in the same place that we started with Hannah Brown and Peter. There seems to be no progression here. Peter's still on the show. Hannah's not on the show. It remains to be seen, remains to be continued. And wow, I can't believe we're already here, but that was an action-packed three hours premiere of week one. Um, before I wrap this up, I'm not going to leave you without anything. I'm going to give you my power rankings. These are no in no particular order. Hannah Ann. I'm not a huge fan of Hannah Ann, and I see her sticking around because she's beautiful, and she's going to be great for TV. I see her sticking around because Peter likes her so far, but I don't exactly love Hannah Ann so far. She's going to be one that causes problems. We see complainers throughout the show where there's literally someone who wastes all their one-on-one time just complaining about others are always going to Peter with a problem. And I think a lot of the 
problems, a lot of the complaints are going to be started and a lot of the topics of these complaints are going to be Hannah Ann. But for now, she's in my power rankings because she got a rose, um, uh, first impression rose, and Peter really, really likes her. Uh, Kelly, remember they have history. Peter was at some hotel, some place for uh, what was a high school or college reunion, something like that, and she was there, and Peter had been thinking about her since. He admitted that. He said that. Those were his own words, and of course, she's on the show, and so they have some history there. There was, you know, some of that ice has already been broken, so he already has, what, why it is very little, it's a lot more compared to everyone who had zero rapport with Peter coming in. It was the only non-stranger other than Chris Harrison in the mansion, uh, so Kelly, uh, Victoria P. I love Victoria P. Super courageous. She seems super sweet so far. She has a story. And of course, the glasses. She's beautiful. And I'm a sucker for the blonde with the blue eyes. And then, those are my top four. Those are my power rankings. But on the outside looking in, don't count out Hannah Brown. We're going to continue. We are going to continue to see more and more of Hannah B. I think, I think eventually it's going to die off. I don't think she's officially going to be on the show, but she is going to stick around. They're going to, they're going to milk this storyline as much as they can. Like I said, they're all puppets. Chris Harrison is up in the rafters. He's the puppeteer just orchestrating just the evil genius behind all of this. So that is my most dramatic recap of The Bachelor week one. It was crazy. Like I mentioned, three hours season premiere. It's only up from here. I know you're like, how do we top this? Well, it's going to be topped each and every week. That's what The Bachelor does. They're incredible. They know what they're doing. They have a winning recipe. They are a dynasty that shows no sign of slowing down. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed. If you did, Apple, Spotify, or YouTube, wherever you may be listening, please rate five stars, leave a friendly review, subscribe, and turn those notifications on so you never miss an episode. Going to get back on track. Interviews going to be coming back every single Monday, but maybe the interviews... We're, we're just going to, I might just be having different guests on to talk about The Bachelor each and every week. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I know I'm going to get back into having guests and we're going to be talking lots and lots of Bachelors. So get excited to that. I will talk to you guys next Monday or Tuesday, depending on when the episode comes out. But no, you are going to be hearing all of my thoughts on The Bachelor.